Welcome to the Get Fit with Masi podcast, hosted by your girl Masiel, aka Masi from GetFitWithMasi.com. I'm here to help you get fit as a busy professional woman of color and teach you everything I've learned about losing weight and feeling great without limiting your diet. On this podcast, I'll be giving you my best advice, trainings, and mindset shifts so you can burn fat, get snatched, build muscle in all the right places, become your own body goals, and most importantly, build a healthy, sustainable lifestyle you can be proud of. Now, before we get into the episode, this episode is brought to you by none other than my business, one-on-one private coaching inside of the Confidence Blueprint, my signature framework. And I want to take a quick moment to tell you about the Confidence Blueprint one-on-one private coaching program. So for those of you who are new listeners and new to our community, this is for you if you're a woman who's struggling with managing your time effectively, if you're the heaviest you've ever been, or if you struggle with your weight loss. If you know you need a meal prep, but you forget or you get overwhelmed with tracking, you struggle with consistency and healthy eating, losing weight and or keeping it off, you don't have the habit of discipline and consistency towards your health and fitness, you've tried eating healthy, dieting, but then you get tired of eating things that you don't want to eat and you feel self-conscious and uncomfortable with your body and unhappy with how you currently look. Now imagine. If you were able to have a foundation of habits, the energy to work out, knowing what to eat and how much to eat, and losing weight without stressing about it 24-7, you gain comfort in the kitchen and could enjoy the healthy version of your mom's meals and the cultural food you grew up with, guilt-free. You were able to prioritize yourself, change your mindset, and feel proud that you finally put yourself first. You have the confidence in the gym because you had a simple plan and the structure to know exactly what to do in the gym, and you knew how to lose weight and keep it off in a sustainable way. That's what's inside of one-on-one private coaching, and if you think it might be for you and you'd like to check out more information or apply, go to getfitwithmasi.com slash private coaching. Again, that's getfitwithmasi, spelled M-A-S-S-I dot com slash private coaching. All right, now let's get into this episode. Before I start working with my clients, some of their main struggles are not knowing what they should be eating or how much. They love food, just like me, but they don't think they're eating enough. So before we get into what macros is about, we need to talk about calories and the science behind weight loss. So your basal metabolic rate, or your BMR for short, not to be confused with your BMI because they're not the same thing. Your BMR are the calories your body burns to keep it functioning at rest. So breathing, digestion, sleep. Essentially, what are the calories your body needs to exist? Our stay alive calories. So you burn calories all day, every day, not just at the gym when you're working out. So fun fact I learned from fitness nutrition specialist Sarah Bomar is your BMR makes up to 70% of your total daily caloric burn so that means only 30 percent of your burn comes from your activity and this is why understanding macros and nutrition is the main focus of the confidence blueprint so when you're getting started you can either be in one of these four calorie categories maintenance caloric deficit under eating or a caloric surplus. So maintenance, your maintenance calories are your BMR calories plus the amount of calories that you expend throughout the day on going around, doing your activities, 
like walking, for example, and working out, which is based on your lifestyle. So the energy your body needs to do all of these things is known as your maintenance calories or the way that coaches and trainers say scientifically is your total daily energy expenditure or your TDE. So maintenance is eating at or close to your daily caloric need. Next is your caloric deficit. So when you eat less calories than your body burns each day, you are in a deficit and this is the sweet spot of weight loss. And under eating is when you're eating fewer calories than your body needs to function correctly. So eating below your maintenance or your caloric deficit would put you in the under eating category, which can cause a lack of energy, physical tiredness, and mental fatigue that also stalls your metabolism. And then the last is a caloric surplus. So this is when you eat more calories than your body burns each day, which causes weight gain in the form of body fat. Now, if you want to lose weight, you have to be in a caloric deficit, a sustainable caloric deficit. And so most women who come to me for coaching are not in a proper deficit. So you're probably thinking, okay, what the hell does this got to do with macros? And macros are what calories are made out of. So when you break down calories, they can be one of the three macros or a combination. So carbs, fats, and protein. So each macronutrient or macros for short have a different number of calories per gram. So carbohydrates or carbs for short have four calories per gram. And carbs would be foods like cereal, banana, bread, um, fats have nine calories per gram. So that would be foods like aguacate, peanut butter, protein has four calories per gram. And that's things like turkey, chicken, tofu. But before you start tracking macros, you first need to determine if you're currently eating at a maintenance in a caloric deficit if you're under eating or if you're in a surplus. And this is why I mentioned in the how to start on weight loss episode that one of the first things you need to do is track your food. So let's go through some of the questions I got on social media about what macros are and break it down for you. So the first question I got was how do they affect your weight loss and health journey? So in order to lose weight, get rid of back fat, back wings, which is the fat underneath your arms, bra bulge, sculpt your curves, and look fine like wine, you got to know exactly how many of each macronutrient your body needs. Because remember, carbs, fats, and protein add up to your calories. So if you only count calories, it doesn't show you the full picture. So let's say, for example, you're eating 1,500 calories in a day, but the majority of those calories are coming from carbs, fats, and junk food because maybe you don't eat that much protein. So what's gonna happen is you may lose weight if that is your caloric deficit number and you're exercising properly, but your body's not gonna look how you want because weight loss is not just about the calories. It's also about if you're lifting, are you changing your body composition by actually building muscle? And so if you're eating 1500 calories, but they're all from junk food and carbs, it's not going to look the same as if you're eating 1500 calories and there is a balance of carbs, fats, and protein. Okay. So when you say, I want to tone up, what you're actually saying is I want to build muscle. And in order to do that, you have to eat properly because that's going to translate into a better body composition. So the next question I got was what specific numbers, AKA macros should, or what, 
your specific numbers should be. So this is going to depend on a few different factors. So your weight, your height, your current activity level, and dieting history. So for example, your current activity, activity level could be sedentary, so little or no exercise. Maybe you work a desk job most of the day. You might be lightly active, so that's like light exercise, maybe one to three times a week. Moderately active, which would be three to five days a week. Or if you're very active, then you would be exercising six to seven days a week. And then if you're extremely active, you would fall under the athlete category, which means you're essentially training like two times a day. So depending on where your current activity level is, that's going to determine how many calories your body actually needs in order to hit your... And be realistic because a lot of times we over-report how much activity we're actually doing. And so just start writing down like how many days you actually go to the gym because that's going to really change how much uh, you need to be eating. And so your specific numbers are going to depend on your current activity and also your dieting history. So like I mentioned before, a lot of my clients fall into one of the two buckets, either under eaters, which I've been seeing a lot more lately, um, probably within the last two years versus uh, overeaters. And why that happens is because often we have kind of forced our bodies just not to eat because we don't feel hungry in the morning or whatever the case may be, we're busy. But if you are a chronic under eater, or if you've been dieting for a really long time, it's messing up your metabolism. And so essentially what I have had to do with a lot of my clients is reverse diet them, which if you guys um, want to hear more about reverse dieting, I can do a whole other episode on it because it's like a completely, it's very intense. So essentially Spark Notes version. A reverse diet is when you are slowly increasing your calories while you're also losing weight. And so if you are a chronic undereater, that means that when you start with a coach, you're not just going to get into a caloric deficit because technically you're eating weight under your caloric deficit. So this is why this question, although it's great in theory, it really is individual. And if you need that type of individual support in terms of how many calories do you need and how many macros you should either learn how to do it yourself or definitely um, get a coach to help you. So the other part of dieting history is it depends on how much you've tried to diet in the past. Because for women who have tried, the more you diet, the harder it is for your body to bounce back. So this is why diets are so harmful. And studies show that 95% of women who diet gain the weight back in three years or less. So this is really important because when you're constantly dieting, you're putting your body into undue stress. And the truth is that all these things factor into how much you should be eating. So again, it's very individual, but just know that it doesn't have to be super complicated. I'm going to teach you some ways on how to get started on your own if you don't have a coach yet. So the next question I got um, on the gram was, how do you read macros? So when you look at the ingredient list on the back of a package, when you turn it around, typically we've been taught to just look at the calories. But like I said, calories don't tell you the whole picture because you could have 100 calories of um, an apple versus 100 calories of Oreos or a donut or chips 
and the macronutrient content, the breakdown, the fats, the protein, and the carbs are going to be completely different, right? And so when you are looking at how to actually read them, just look at the back of the package and really take a look at, okay, how many servings are inside of this package? And then where are the car- what are the carbs, what are the fats, and what are the proteins? And so typically this is found where the ingredient list is found. And if you're a little bit more inv- advanced or have already started tracking on on a free app like my fitness pal as soon as you scan food or you type it in my fitness pal will tell you what the macros are for that specific food so for example earlier today i had some chobani these yogurt packets that i freaking love they're so amazing um i used to eat a lot of yogurt and then i actually stopped because i was trying to not have as much dairy but i've gotten back i've gone back to dairy and it's just it's so much easier for me to just get my protein um, and these Chobani packets, they essentially, it's like half yogurt and half like Oreo cookies or like peanut butter cups. And it's so good. So good. I definitely recommend it. Not sponsored, but Chobani come, you know, holla at your girl. Um, so if you go to get that yogurt, for example, and you scan it, which is what I do, my fitness pal immediately will tell you how much, how much, carbs, how many fats, and how many proteins are in that specific serving. So it tells you on the ingredient list and also when you scan it. And so when you're thinking about foods that don't have nutrition labels, like for example, a banana or an apple or fruit or you know vegetables, again, when you scan or when you search these things in an app like MyFitnessPal, there's also LifeSum, which is another app that I've used in the past it will give you a good idea of what certain foods are because this is really all about you're discovering like this is like a whole new world. And at least for me, it definitely felt like that. Like at first when my coach was telling me about macros, I'm like, I was so confused. I'm like, what the hell? What? I don't know. I don't know anything about this. All I know is about calories and I barely understand calories. But again, once you start being kind of like a detective and looking at everything that you eat, because remember you're tracking. So if you're tracking, like just looking at everything and saying to yourself, Hmm, am I, am I having like a good amount of all these different macros that Masi's talking about on this podcast? Okay. And so the last question I got about macros is does my fitness pal have your macros correct? So here is the thing about a machine calculating your macros. So, in theory, it sounds like a great idea because, of course, um, it's an app. It just tells you what to eat. But the thing is that, like I mentioned before, how much you need to eat really depends on so many different factors. So like I mentioned before, your dieting history, your current activity level, um, also the aggressiveness of how how much weight you want to lose. So, for example, if you are someone who wants to lose 20 to 30 pounds, that's very different than someone who only wants to lose 10 pounds. And not, not that only, like only, I say only 10, but in the, in the grand scheme of things, there's a big difference between I want to lose a hundred pounds versus 30 pounds versus 10 pounds. Right. So the aggressiveness of your deficit is going to depend on how much weight and how much fat you actually need to lose. Um, and the thing is about my fitness pal and really any app, out there or any calculation calculator is, is a computer is not a person. So is not going to account for all the little 
intricacies that may account for different things. So again, dieting history, if you have um, PCOS, which I know a lot of women like have been struggling with, um, or any like hormone, hormonal imbalances, if you're a vegetarian, if you're vegan, um, if you're a meat eater, if you're pescatarian. So for example, I work with women who literally have all these different things and no one's macros look the same or calories because it's completely different, right? Versus you know, if you have a hundred pounds to lose and you know, that's not going to happen in three months, you're probably going to take a year or two to really make that happen versus someone who's only going to lose 10 pounds. You know, we can do that. You can lose 10 pounds in eight weeks in 10 weeks versus someone who wants to lose 30 pounds. That might take a little bit longer, maybe three months, maybe six months, maybe longer. But again, when you're only using a calculator or a computer, it doesn't account for the human factor of eating, right? Um, are you an emotional eater? Are you a binge eater, right? There's so many things that really go into eating that a calculator on its own is not really going to be able to tell you. So I always tell my clients completely ignore what my fitness pal tells you. I would do it at your own risk. And what I would say is if you really need help knowing exactly how much to eat, I would recommend either hiring a coach or doing, you know, your own research and learning how to calculate your own macros. All right. So let me leave you with the five steps on really getting started with macros. I want to break it down for you in a very easy, simple way so that you can leave this podcast with some tangible things that you can do. All right. So number one, Make sure you're having all three macros in your meals. So that's whether you're a meat eater, whether you're a vegetarian or pescatarian, it really doesn't matter. You need to be eating all of your macros in every meal. Have some balance. All right. Number two is make sure you're eating enough protein. So like I mentioned earlier, so many women, most women are under eating on protein. And protein is really what helps your body composition change. It's what helps you get that snatch look that you want, right? It's what really helps your booty pop um, or building your booty, right? Or just having that muscle tone that you want. And so especially for breakfast, aka y'all should not be skipping breakfast unless, again, unless you have a medical condition, your doctor is telling you that you need to like do something like intermittent fasting. But if you are healthy for the most part and your only issue is really, I just need to lose weight, you should not be skipping breakfast. Breakfast is one of the most important meals of the day, especially for those who want to lose weight. And the thing is with protein, it keeps you satiated. And a lot of times women who struggle with snacking, when we're actually looking at their meal logs with my clients, I see a pattern of the women who struggle the most with snacking, it's because of all the things that happen in the morning. So they either did not eat breakfast did not eat enough breakfast or did not eat enough protein for breakfast. And so a lot of times we think snacking is because like we have no self-control and all this stuff. And it's like, well, actually, no, snacking comes from stress, comes from emotional eating, and also comes from the fact that your body's just hungry. Your body's starving and it's like it's sending you craving signals because that's how it communicates with us. Right. Um, and so it, that used to happen to me. I used to snack a lot and then I started recognizing, OK, well, I'm snacking because I'm stressed the hell out. Um, or I didn't have enough protein. So, you know, those are the, the two things that you want to check for. 
All right, number three is don't be afraid to eat carbs. So I've actually talked to two clients this week who were afraid of eating carbs. And here's the thing, because we live in this society where dieting and like the next new diet and like waist trainers and skinny tees and bullshit that don't really actually work um, is so prevalent, we have almost been like conditioned by the media that carbs somehow are bad for us. And here's the thing. There really isn't one food that's inherently bad for you. The problem is that carbs, people tend to overeat them, right? Because hello, who doesn't like, you know, donuts and pizza. And it's like, we're not eating, you know, one serving of cereal, for example, or one donut, like we're having the whole box. But is it really, is it really because you can't have donuts? Or is it because you're just overeating on these things? And so that's what we need to be um, aware of and just keep it real with ourselves. And so I had a client who I told her that she should eat like a piece of toast for breakfast. And she was like, so scared. Literally, she's like, wait, I can really have a piece of toast? Of course you can. Why not? If it fits your macros and carbs are good for you and it's your per- body's, your body, carbs are your body's preferred energy source. So there should be no reason why you're afraid of eating carbs. Again, Unless your doctor has specifically told you that you can't have carbs. And again, I'm not a doctor. I'm a weight loss coach. So two different things. Um, But if you're healthy and your goal is to lose weight, there is no reason you should be afraid of carbs. Okay. So have your carbs. You can have them. Don't be afraid to eat them. They are your body's preferred energy source. And especially if you want to change your body composition, and I'm going to get into this in a few other episodes about the gym and working out and building muscle, you have to have carbs. Carbs give you energy, especially to train for throughout the day for your body's functioning. It's important. So don't be afraid to eat carbs. Number four, increase your healthy fat intake. So I'm talking about fats that are monosaturated, polysaturated, that come from nuts, seeds versus unhealthy fruits like, or unhealthy fats, not fruits, like saturated fats from fried food, from preservatives. So for example, when we're at the store and we're buying Cheez-Its or I mean, any, any processed food, what we want to start paying attention to is when we look at the nutrition label and the ingredient list, there are saturated fats that are placed into the food or that are used to cook the food, bake the food, fry the food, so that that food will stay good for a long time, right? And so you got to think about it. You're taking that oil, you're ingesting the oil into your body, and then you think for some reason, or we all think, because I used to think this, that is healthy for you. But that same oil is what's put into a package so that that food doesn't go bad for years or for months, for weeks, for years. Um, And so what we want to start focusing on is shifting the type of fat we eat. Because remember, no macro is bad for you. And diets, typically what diet culture does is it tells you that certain macros are bad for you. So, you know, it used to be fat. So everything was then started being low fat, which is a whole other story for a whole other day. Because essentially they're processing out the fat from things, which makes it a processed food. But anyways, um, and like carbs now, it's like carbs are the devil. And it's really not. There's no macro that is bad for you. It depends on the person. It depends on the diet history. Um, it depends on your hormones. Um, if you already have a disease, 
if you have an autoimmune, like it depends on so many things, but for the most part, for the general consumer, for the average person, for my typical client, you can eat carbs, you can eat protein, and you can eat fat. It's about how do we choose the best of the foods that we can eat. So by foods that have monosaturated and polysaturated fats that come from nuts and seeds like walnuts, um, peanuts, um, you know, sunflower seeds. That's what I'm talking about. So we want to start thinking of less fried stuff and more of the healthy stuff. Not never have the unhealthy stuff. Just swap. Do a little swapping. All right. And then number five is actually then once you do one through four, then start eating for your macros. And so I give this little preface because I often find that when women ask me, you know, I want to eat for my macros and I want to learn about macros, I have a tough time giving them really good advice about macros because again, these are the same people that don't actually track. So we don't even know how much you eat. Um, and we don't know what needs to be fixed, what needs to be adjusted. And which is why when I work with clients, the first thing I do with my clients is I have them log everything they eat for seven days because without awareness, there cannot be change. Essentially you'd just be guessing. And so don't skip steps. Um, don't try to hop into macros. If you haven't first determined if you even eat three meals in a day, if you're having all your three macros, if you are having protein, if you're having carbs, if you're having fat, and then you want to start doing macros. All right. So don't skip steps, focus on the fundamentals and focus on what actually matters, which is practicing and getting good at all of these things. You've officially made it to the end of this episode. If you're feeling this podcast, please share this with someone you love who you think would find this helpful. And to get notified on the next episode here on Get Fit With Masi, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Thank you for listening and talk soon.